They don't teach this shit in school. No. <laughs> it's ridiculous that I have to be 36 and trying to figure it out and come across some random Angus to say, hey, will you help me? <laughs> <laughs> and thank God you did it at 36. For sure. Because I have clients at 63 finally figuring it out, right? Don't beat yourself up because you're just figuring this out now. Be grateful that you have come to the place where you finally allowed yourself to be open enough to make this transformation possible for your life. Welcome to Evolve Leadership, the arena where high achieving leaders are challenged to redefine their limits. My name is Angus Nelson. I grew up in the United States and I now live in Lisbon, Portugal. I'm an executive coach and I've spent my career advising and training leaders from startups to Fortune 500 companies. And here's what I've learned. An old, ineffective leadership framework will always keep you on a hamster wheel, consumed with work-life balance, burnout, and stress. Here on the show, each week we'll help you rethink the path to achievement. We'll help you discover new principles, new philosophies to the modern leader. Look, the world is relentlessly changing, demanding a new era of leaders. It's time to redefine your limits. So enter the arena, my friend. It's time to evolve. I am ready to rock. Cool, man. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a. It's hard because you like you just got up, basically. Oh, I've been up since 4 30 you're a beast you're a beast i love it all right so here i will admit there's two parts to this the first part is i woke up at 4 30 because my alarm went off and my alarm at 4 30 is the man who i want to be and then i'm laying there because i'm like oh my uh oldest son's laying in bed i'm like i'm just gonna be near him for a little while like i'm gonna pray i'm gonna be by him and then he wakes up and he goes peed in the bed i'm like all right i'm up <laughs> yeah. i'm gone <laughs> let's solve this problem and then i'm going yeah. downstairs <laughs> i know this i remember those days bless his heart he's a cute kid he's hilarious and he's got his own thing going on and he cracks me up well cool so we're jumping into uh this week so i talked about this where it's like your brain is the supercomputer and you will take that data and the computer wants to validate the information. Mm -hmm. So subconsciously, we will seek to attract or create relationships, experiences, opportunities, or whatever that will inform the belief system and validate it because we want equilibrium amongst what we see about ourselves and what we experience in the world. Mm -hmm. And if you've built like, negative things about yourself, then it's no wonder that you would have business partners partners that follow certain patterns because you will attract them or attract yourself to them. Mm -hmm. so that you can validate the way that that thing's supposed to go down. For sure. Now working together in this and we start elevating that belief system over the next three to five weeks, you're going to feel like some monumental shifts inside. Oh, for sure. Right? I can already start to feel the shift of it. It's it's weird how it kind of is like, oh, hey, unblocked. I kind of moved quick. Yeah. I just need to hold on to it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, this doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be hard. This stuff can happen really fast. 
You just have to be open and yield to it. And you just start making those adjustments. Boom, boom, boom. And it's almost like, I don't know, one of those like action movies where they're trying to like break into that lock and there's a bomb going off and you just need the the lock. And you're just trying to pick the lock and you get one little thing and then another thing. Like, go, go, go. He's sweating. But it's like once you unlock, the door opens, the bomb stops, the whatever. And you're like, all the pressure is gone. Mm-hmm. And that's like our lives is we built all this pressure and all we're doing is we're learning what green wire, red wire, which, which one don't we need anymore? Whatever the metaphor you want to use is we're just deconstructing, decoupling yourself from your own bomb. Cause if we don't deal with the shit now, it will impact at some point in life for sure. Stress, anxiety. It's either going to affect your organs, your health, an aneurysm, a heart attack, a divorce, a distance with your kids, uh, a lost business. Like those are all bombs that go off in people's lives when they don't deal with this. So now we upgrade your experience, this new perception of yourself. You've got these new stories, these new perceptions, new beliefs. Guess what your supercomputer is going to want to get to validate? These higher levels of experiences, relationships, opportunities. That makes sense. I want you to pause for a second. And just feel what that would feel like. (laughs) It is interesting to say it that way because I have beaten down the feelings so much that most of the things feel empty. Mm. And that's been a coping mechanism. Like seeing that like my natural state is the feels. Like I love the feeling of the challenge and overcoming it and everything like that. But like I think it's and I haven't figured this piece out, but like by deadening the feels. I don't have to worry about the ups or the downs, but then at the same time, it also alleviates that, well, I didn't feel anything from this time to move on from the next thing, move on to the next thing. Mm. Shoot, man. Like I tried to run for so long. I ran four half marathons and didn't feel anything for it. Zero excitement, zero anything. Like it was a big deal and I'm proud of it. But in the moment and even after like, eh, whatever, Mm -hmm. I did what I said I was going to do. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. To be able to enjoy and feel and not be afraid to feel like that, that feels like me. Mm-hmm. Man, that's also uncovering a lot of different dumb stories too that I've told myself. Mm-hmm. Shoot. I went to Amsterdam last year for a robotics company that we're working on. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was there, I was telling myself, well, you can't enjoy this because your wife's back home with kids and you're not with her. I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. Like, yeah, it was neat, but like it could have been at this level and I let it be down here yeah. because I was trying to repress that. Yeah. It's really kind of dumb when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to find a lot of the stories that you're going to uncover are pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, why have I been allowing myself to be like this for this long? I'm going to give you one word. And this is a word you can put in your journal. You can write it on your mirror. Tattoo it on the back of your hand. Someplace you're going to see it. I don't care. Permission. Give yourself permission. Permission to be great. Permission to be powerful. Permission to feel. Permission to celebrate. Man, it's weird when you say that. Like, I can feel it, like, tightening up right here when you say that. Why? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's the words that I heard when you said that are, can I give myself that? Do I have the authority to do that? Which doesn't make any sense. Like, I can feel... Do you ever like when you're thinking you can feel like the gears like slowing down? Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like when you say that. 
And so like, I don't know, it feels like that new I am enough. Yeah, man, like who else would have permission or who else would have authority to give my, me permission? Mm-hmm. I like that. Think about this. Like, and this is not a political thing. I'm not casting throwing rocks at our systems, but there is something to be said for growing up in a school system where, you know, you have to raise your hand to speak and you have to raise your hand to go to the bathroom and you have to ring a bell to go home, ring a bell to go out to recess. Like we basically get conditioned to someone else is in some sort of control over how we operate in the world. Yeah. And we then again, take that and then project it into other areas is why won't someone give me this job? Why won't somebody give me an opportunity? Why won't somebody, and everything becomes dependent on an external source for the permission. Yeah. Instead of having our own identity, our own power and independence to where we get to choose our future and create our destiny and create our opportunities. I was talking to my, one of my kids this week about how I think entrepreneurs for so long are, have been said like they have a screw loose, like they're crazy, they're you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm not saying they're necessarily wrong because being an entrepreneur is not easy. And sure. that's the rub. That's the very thing. They're creating so much of their own inertia to break free of the programming. Yeah. So your permission you give to yourself is a product of building the inertia to say, I'm going to let go of all the bullshit that's held me back, all of the old stories and beliefs. And I'm going to give myself permission to step into being great, to being prosperous, to being powerful and engaged and present with my family, my friends, my coworkers. I'm giving myself permission to take the things I see in my dreams, the things I see in my intuition and give them breath, give them wind, give them life, because now I know they're possible. For sure. It's so fascinating the way that you're describing that, because Tuesday I took a what I call a sick day, which mm-hmm. was, I was just exhausted, man. Past two weeks, I busted my butt. I had never written a Android app. I'd never written an iOS app, figured out how to do it. I got 90% of the way there, and now I have to figure out how the backend system works. Not that big a deal, but at the same time, really freaking cool. Yeah. And I was exhausted. And so I told myself that I was sick because that's what the socially acceptable thing is. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sick. I wasn't sick at all. I was just tired. I wanted yeah. to do something that wouldn't work. I wanted to not think about it. And so there were other options I could have chose if I would have called it what it actually is, which is either an earned day or a freedom day, like whatever I want to call it. But like, that permission to, instead of like, oh, I have to be sick to take the rest. No, yeah. I earned it. Go with freedom and permission. Do something with it. How many that I was thinking about too is like, I've had all these different ventures that I want to start and I haven't taken the time to do it. And the reason why is, is the story that I tell myself is I don't have permission to do that because I am being paid by others to go do these things. But if I just earn, if I just create, I just, I just, I just, I just, there's crap. Dude, last year, I, with my team, we were able to achieve something that when I achieved it, again, I told myself like, yeah, that's just what I said I was going to do. But it was freaking awesome. I have never been a part of starting a business from scratch and taking it over a million. Mm. I did that with my team. And instead of being proud of it, it was like, yeah, that's what I said I was going to do. 
no, it's remarkable and it's cool. And there's there's people out there who do it, mm-hmm. but I hadn't done it yet. And I should enjoy that. I should be yeah. proud of that. Yeah. And now I need to be in a position where I give myself permission to go build on that and say, hey, I did it over here. And I've got examples where I've done it before. Now go apply that to others. And it's okay to look back on that business and say, yeah, I was a big part of that happening. That's really cool. And I can be okay with that. And we can stay in just that lane. But like, there's some other places over here that I want to be able to do more. of. I'm not sure why I'm preaching this at you, but like hearing myself say it is pretty cool. It's it's liberating. And how powerful it is when you're saying it, it's your words, it's your consciousness, it's your intuition. It's been bottled up. Let me just pause for a second to say this. There is one trait that you will find in every successful leader, no matter their industry, no matter their role. And that trait is action. And we want to inspire ambitious leaders like you to bet on yourself and take action on those audacious goals that you see in your heart. That's why we created our 90 day accelerator. It's a results driven battle tested framework designed specifically for high performing leaders like you to get unstuck and propel you towards your goals. And in just 90 days, you won't even recognize the person you used to be. To be a part of this elite community, go to evolveleadership.org. Now, back to the show. Yep, Eric, what else is inside you right now? What other greatness is just waiting to come out that you've been bottling up? Man, like there's there's something that just clicked for me too. Like, dude, we created a a, a really, really fun, neat software dev company. I don't want to lead it. Like I want to be able to take on projects and help guide them and do that kind of a thing, but I want some space to be able to create these things. And I just want to start handing stuff off and be like, dude, you run with this. I don't need to be the one running it and leading it. What's stopping you finding somebody that can do that? The perception of what is needed. And instead, I just need to ask for help on what does that right profile look like? Mm. Of that person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or people. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to just be me. Like, mm. and it doesn't have to just be a person just because I was the only person doing it. Like, it could be multiple. Yeah. Because one of the things that's really powerful is when you recognize your zone of genius. So even though someone like, Steve Jobs was out in front and he was given a title behind the scenes. He had a whole series of really smart people who, you know, pulled the levers, pushed the buttons, made things happen. And he didn't have to be the sole guy running things because every great leader finds other people to lead things because you have to realize your only role is to be a decider and not a doer. One of my other clients, he's like owned 70% of his company. He was the CTO slash CFO and had his hands in everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I hate this. I hate it. It's a hundred million dollar company. And he's like, I want to be doing these things. I want to be out, you know, taking my kids to see the world, to taste different foods, to have different experiences. I want to, he had some other hobbies that he wanted to lean into to make, you know, more of his own. And his passions had left building that business. And so in working together, he finally got to the point where I'm like, well, do you need to be doing these things? And he's like, well, no. And I was like, well, why are you still doing it? He's like, control. <laughs> I didn't get that. 
I get that. Is there a different way that you have some sort of quote unquote control outside of you having to be the one in charge? And finally, he went out and he found other people to run those things. He went and sat on the board and now he's doing his hobby, which is now like his passion thing and spending time with his family and doing all the things he wanted to do. Permission. For sure. When we give ourselves permission to step into the things that were really powerful, your zone of genius. Derek, if the creative side of building these things and creating these things and making things happen is where you're most fulfilled, you're most satisfied, you're most alive, then what are you doing over here trying to like do all the businessy numbers and digits and financial statements? And <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Sure. It's like, yeah. if that's not what you really feel makes, makes you come alive. Yeah, for sure. So these are the things you get to think about over the next week. And you are in the right place at the right time because these next pieces of activities that we're mapping out are going to help uncover all of those things. There's more light in you to shine. There's more greatness for the world to enjoy inside of you. And we're going to unleash that. For sure. And now you have tools, right? So all we need is we just need a little tool. It's like you have something broken in your house. Right now, I've got some some molding uh, that uh, the wind came through, slammed the door, and then the backside of the door, the, the the door molding came off. And so, as this door slams, the the two pieces actually literally popped off the door. Oh no! <laughs> and back home in the states, I have a whole garage full of all my tools. I love to tinker and build things sure. and saws and I've built couches and you know furniture and all the things I've done it not fancy furniture uh but here I am if I just had the tools I could fix that myself and I'm trying to like beg some guy to come over and I'll pay you money to do it when inside is I'm like there's a little piece of me dying I'm like if I just had a little PL 400 I had all my braces if I had my brad nailer we're done easy you know and if it looks a little sloppy give me a little caulk I can clean it oh, up. Yeah. it's like I don't have any of that stuff right now. And areas of our lives, we just need the right tool. For sure. And if you can implement that tool, suddenly things can change. The way you communicate, the way you lead, the way you see yourself, the way you show up, just getting yourself those tools. And this is what this whole personal development thing is, is learning the tools that help you be most effective, most optimized, most powerful. They don't teach this shit in school. No. It's ridiculous that I have to be 36 and trying to figure it out and come across some random Angus to say, hey, will you help me? (laughs) And thank God you did it at 36. For sure. Because I have clients at 63 finally figuring it out, right? So again, don't beat yourself up because you're just figuring this out now. Be grateful that you have come to the place where you finally allowed yourself to be open enough to make this transformation possible for your life. Makes sense. Now you're in place of abundance, overflow, and everything you've gone to up to 36, all the mistakes, all the failures, all the left when you should have gone right, missed that right turn in Albuquerque, you know, whatever. Like these, are, that was a Bugs Bunny reference if you didn't get it. So <laughs> all of that was wisdom gain, lessons learned, and that's your advantage for your future. We never miss. You're exactly where you need to be right now, Derek. That's cool. Right? For sure. Powerful shit, dude. Powerful shit. The stuff you uncovered just in this little conversation, there are so many people going through the exact same thing. Oh, for sure. 
And I have these conversations like every week with somebody. Mm -hmm. So you're not alone. No, I don't doubt that. And the others have gone before you. Like they've already paved a path. Like it's possible. Like this shit. This works. And maybe this is something that we can work towards. But um, that that visual that you just described last year, like I had worked really hard on mental resilience. I didn't fully understand it, but I understand that there's people who have paved that way. There's a uh, nature park near us where they have bison. And I had this realization, like each one of them, like they don't necessarily like when they're just on their walk, like they're spaced out, but there's a path that they're following and they're following the, the one ahead of them. And just putting people together where somebody's further along down that path, somebody's further behind on that path. But how do you start to find your herd and mm-hmm. help each other? Because like entrepreneurship can be really lonely, man. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have the Apex Mastermind. That makes sense. For the exact same thing, you know, just find your tribe, find your people. And if you can be uh, heard, as you said, for someone else, like, why not? Find your herd. For sure. And I really appreciate this. Thank you, Angus. Dude, this is what I do. This is what makes me come alive. And <laughs> I can see it. You know, this is my zone of genius right here, right? I can feel it. So... There's a, a another metaphor in this herd thing, um, not bison, uh, well, two metaphors, bison and buffalo. Mm-hmm. I know they're different species, but similar. Uh, they're the only species that when the storm comes, they actually turn. You've heard this. Storm, right? Yes, that's why I love it. Because so, will, they'll, they'll disperse and they'll run and they increase their suffering and they deal with it for a lot longer. Whereas bison and buffalo, they herd right. up and they turn into it. Right. So that's metaphor number one. But number two is, again, a different species, not those two, but it's called the Arctic muskox. Okay. You look up the Arctic muskox. I have. They're the only species when attacked, they go butt to butt and they put all the weak in the feeble, the sick in the middle. I love that. And they all face out with their horns and defend. That's so cool. So here's this. So I, uh, I had a buddy of mine who was saying something to the effect of like, Hey, I didn't realize that you started running. I'm like, yeah, let me show you what I look like when I run. And I found one of those Arctic musk oxes that was running. I go, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've loved that animal for a while. And I didn't realize that that was the way that they went about it, but yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Mr. Buffalo. <laughs> we'll see you. As we wrap up another episode of Evolve Leadership, thank you so much for taking time to invest in you. If there's to be any sustainable growth in your company or even in your relationships, you must grow first. And it's what I love to do for leaders, to help them grow, to challenge their thinking, sharpen self-awareness, to instill an unshakable confidence, and ultimately upgrade their sense of self. And we do this through our proprietary method called Agile EQ+ where we're leveraging agile leadership and emotional intelligence. We provide our signature training for individuals and for businesses, we've designed a unique curriculum for company-wide learning and development. If you'd like to learn more about our training or to schedule a call, you can simply go to evolveleadership.org. And until next time, stay driven, keep climbing, and never stop evolving.